Welcome to the Excellence in Industry podcast hosted by Caprock Partners, where we discuss all things industrial real estate. Well, welcome back, everyone. I am in Phoenix today uh, with Payson McWilliam from Collier's. Uh, welcome, Payson. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe it's almost 60 degrees cooler than the last time I was here only a week and a half ago. <laughs> You're probably right. It's unbelievable, but uh, a nice change in uh, your weather for sure. So we're just going to get right into it today and uh, talk about kind of the impacts of COVID uh, on the Phoenix market and Phoenix industrial market specifically. And it seems like, at least from our developer's point of view from Caprock Partners, that COVID's been great for industrial in Phoenix. I don't know if we've ever seen it busier. We've had a lot of leasing velocity. A lot of that's been with you representing some of the buildings. Uh, talk about what you kind of saw from the beginning of COVID to where we're at now, six months, just over six months in. So I agree in, in March when it first hit, everybody was kind of, you know, taking a step back, you know, seeing how it was going to impact their business and, and going forward. Uh, but since then, uh, we have not had one, uh, one fatality in terms of a tenant, you know, not leasing space. <clears throat> we had one uh, one tenant for one of our buildings uh, took a pause, and now he's ready to come back to the table. But I think the velocity has, it's been surprising that uh, velocity has continued to escalate during that time frame. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I don't know if we've seen any requirements, per se, that have come across our buildings go away, uh, but we have seen some pauses. We definitely have seen pauses, uh, but it, you know, to my to my, I'm surprised that you know, the deals that I have worked on on the tenant side, every one of them has been expansion and ev everyone has uh, continued to move forward and to the point where a couple large deals that we did, they haven't even moved into buildings yet and they're already looking for more space. You know, one of the things that we've heard from the Las Vegas market uh, and some of those brokers are that the time from tour to the time for lease execution has really shrunk. That these deals are coming around much quicker. You're not getting a RFP with a requirement nine months to a year from now. You're getting a requirement that needs to make a decision in the next 30, 45, 60 days. I would agree 100%. They're, you know, they need to be in yesterday, and they have orders to fill. And I think it's because they thought that there was going to be a pause in, in, in their, their supply chain. And uh, surprisingly to everybody, there, there hasn't been one. So... You know, taking a step back again, obviously with COVID-19, the impact, everybody being at home, you've seen a huge growth in e-commerce, which is really driving the industrial sector. Um, what else is really driving that from the Phoenix market specifically? We're seeing a lot of manufacturing. The two large deals that I spoke about are both manufacturing companies, one from China uh, and one that was currently here. And so from the manufacturing side, I think that uh, is another surprising uh, driver of uh, industrial absorption. So we early on in COVID heard a lot about nearshoring, onshoring, you know, supplies, product being kept here closer to home so that there wasn't that pinch on the supply chain. Um, so when you talk about manufacturing, you are seeing in Phoenix manufacturing coming back. In a strong way. What are some of those tenant improvements that have really been driving? Because, again, we've seen, at least in the Phoenix and Las Vegas market, tenant improvement costs really going through the roof, and more so here. And a lot of that has to do with fully conditioning 
you know, the warehouses, uh, providing a better opportunity for the workers that are going to be in there. But what are some of those other components that you've seen on a tenant requirement side going into those tenant improvement allowances? Well, the full air condition, like you mentioned, you know, heavy power uh, requirements and, you know, heavier office uh, build out as well. Yeah. Are you seeing that office build out increase or is that kind of just continuously been similar square footages? Similar square footages, I think, with the cost of the TIs rising, that adds to the uh, the overall TI cost. But I, th- I don't think it's been a large increase in the square footage of office, but but uh, more just the cost per foot. So we obviously have a handful of development projects going that you're representing, um, and it's kind of a CapRock uh, partners stance that we tend to spec out a little bit higher finishes. Um, do the insulation moving from not just scrim but to R19 and now to R38, um, but more importantly, specking out some office space so that it's really more move-in ready sooner than later. Uh, I think one of the things that we've really noticed on the development side here in Phoenix is that since there is so much development going on, since the market is doing so well, that the permitting process and getting through the cities has been a little bit slower. And so having that office ready for an occupant to move in, either on a TCFO or CFO, um, just so that they can occupy sooner while they go through some of their more specific tenant requirements is important. Have you, have you seen that? Have you seen that from other developers? I have seen it. And I, you know, Caprock, you guys do a fire, higher end finish, uh, which I think is noticeable from the tenant side. And I have seen uh, the tenant needing to be in uh, sooner rather than later. And I think that helps all the way across the board, what you guys have done. So we obviously had a lot of success on our Roosevelt building, uh, attributable to you and your team uh, in in getting that filled up pretty quickly after acquisition uh, at the beginning of COVID um, with two great tenants. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, we, we got lucky. I mean, I think, and, and it was, it turned out to be a, a very good development. I think we had initially prior to COVID, a lot of tours, and then it went kind of quiet for a while. And the two tenants that we do have a seven and a 10 year deal, very good credit, uh, I think above our pro forma uh, rate, uh, I think, it, I think it is attributed to, you know, the flexibility Caprock provides as well as the location and the design of the building. Yeah. What do you see? As we kind of finish up the year, um, go into 2021, COVID's still around. You're starting to hear it peaking a little bit more again. Do you see industrial in Phoenix continuing to have a strong pace? Do you see that slowing down at all? I don't see any slowdown at all. I mean, there's the, the supply side. There's very limited supply. I think the buildings we have under construction uh, are going to be going to do uh, phenomenally well. And I just think the demand for Phoenix, you've got, you know, quality of life. You've got two, over 200 people a day moving here and, you know, the, the right uh, ingredients for the, the market here to continue to uh, excel. We have had a lot of groups looking at buildings in this market uh, that would be relocating, kind of going back to what you said earlier on uh, with expansions, um, either outgrowing their space, um, maybe there was a change in ownership, uh, a lot of different reasons, but it definitely seems like a lot of people are moving and not just renewing in place. Is that going to be a consistent theme or do you see people kind of hunkering down more and 
pushing back on the landlords to try to stay in stay where they're at well i think i think the tenant side i think they're beginning to feel more comfortable i think they're willing to pay for newer amenities uh you know in the last you know go around it was hey i want that other month of free rent I need a penny off the rate, and I think in this cycle, with the the comfort of where getting through this COVID, the tenants are starting to say, "I want brand new space. I'll relocate." And and the the flip side of that is the, you know, second and third generation spaces. Those landlords are raising the rates as well. So I think it, it coincides with the tenant being able to say, "Okay, I'll take more square footage and and pay the freight to get there." Well, you know, we're obviously invested in this market uh, with everything we have going with you and some of our other projects. Uh, it's definitely been a, a great ride through COVID thus far, and hopefully that uh, continues for everybody in the market uh, as we go forward. So, Payson, thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me.